pain heals. Chicks dig scars. Glory lasts forever. I am dangerous. It's like fishing with dynamite. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna take the favorite. <laughs> Be like, oh, they're gonna win by one. <laughs> Back doors are not secrets. If you want this weekend's winners. You will listen to the call stands. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. It's your host, Devin Duva, back on the mic solo once again. It is Friday, September 20th. It is uh, currently 10.45 a.m. in the morning. And as I preach every week, I try to do this earlier, but it seems that Friday morning might be the industry standard. Almost! Recorded on a Thursday, but uh, just missed out. So here we are, week four, week four. Uh, Got to be honest, do not love the card. I know I bitched about last week where there was no matchups, but the gambling card this week, little on the tough side. So we will uh, we'll get to that later. Uh, let's go through a few things. Um, as always, please email me at thecallstands at gmail.com or you can reach me at Twitter at thecallstands15. I can't even remember what I said one minute ago, but uh, I am your host, Devin Duva, solo on the mic again at the call stands. So let's get into a quick recap. Uh, pretty good week last week for not liking any of the games, right? Uh, hopefully you listened and tailed me and you made some money. Probably more money than I made, and I will uh, explain that in one second. Uh, so what? We had a game last Friday. Wake Forest was given three to visiting North Carolina. I don't even remember what happened. It seems like so long ago. Uh, you ever have one of those weeks that uh, goes by super fast but then seems super long? Well, that's uh, this week for me. Uh, woke up this morning, feeling a little groggy. Don't know why. Could be an age thing. So I'm hopped up on my uh, 30 ounces of uh, iced coffee from an unnamed coffee place. No more free advertisement. But uh, that was quite a tangent. So I'm going to try to get through this show, uh, entertain you for the next 30 minutes or so. But uh, as I said, this is uh, unscripted, unedited, so I am all over the place today, so let's have some fun. Anyway, back to the recap. Uh, yeah, Wake Forest, um, I believe they went up 21 nothing. I pretty much thought that game was in hand, and uh, they let North Carolina back in the game, but I guess there was some controversy, and North Carolina should have had one second, but woe is me. We got the win at the minus three. Uh, next up, Air Force. Uh, the visiting dog, Colorado, has been getting lucky. Air Force uh, wound up winning that game straight up as an underdog. Uh, tried to make it interesting, right? Go taking, uh, letting Colorado come back, go to overtime, but Air Force held them strong, and uh, we got another win there. Uh, BYU plus four visiting USC. Well, you know USC was visiting BYU. Uh, great game to watch. I was actually watching that game. Uh, Athletes on both sides. Uh, BYU made some nice adjustments at second half to stop the run and confuse the young uh, quarterback of USC. But I think I know I was uh, on his high horse, 
made a few mistakes, which helped us with the cover, but I think he's going to be just fine. Uh, so yeah, our third win in a row. We were looking great early on on the card last week. Um, the funny one, I told you this, uh, the rowboat has sunk. Uh, yeah, not not sure what's going on. I think Minnesota is the worst 3-0 team out there. Uh, G Southern, we were getting 16 and a half. That was never in doubt. They actually had a chance to win the game but forgot to play defense, as uh, Minnesota forgot to play defense too. But um, I was really sad because I was looking for uh, who Minnesota was going to play this week, and I was going to take them no matter what. But Minnesota, luckily, thankfully for them, has a bye. So, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, we're 4-0 right there off the bat, looking good. And then we come up with our first swing and a miss. Uh, what do we have? Oklahoma State over 64. That was a loss uh, late in the game. It was 33-21. Tulsa's uh, in the, within the five-yard line. I think if they score and make that 33-28, I think we get the over easy. But Oklahoma State stopped them. Uh, the Cowboys got in a garbage touchdown, broke through the line. I think they were running out the clock. But, um, yeah, we missed on the over, which a uh, little bit more on that pretty soon. Uh, next, we had Cal under 50 and a half. That was a fairly easy win. Uh, Cal was holding strong, but then let North Texas come back in the second half. But I didn't see the game. I'm assuming there was a lot of rushing and stuff, not a lot of passing, which I kind of called. And that game wound up staying under, so that gave us our, uh, what was that, fifth fifth win? Yeah, because I haven't even talked about my losers. Uh, the heartbreaker, at least for me, hopefully not for you guys. Kentucky, plus eight, wound up with the garbage push. What the heck, dude? Uh, I feel bad for Felipe Franks. I know I rag on him. I don't think... He's the greatest of dudes, but I never want to see a guy get hurt like that, so I do feel bad. Uh, quick recovery to you. But, uh, yeah, so what was it like? Once he went out, then Florida went up, like, like scored 19 unanswered points or something. Kentucky stopped playing. I'm not sure what happened. Stopped playing defense. Definitely stopped playing offense. Uh, they had a couple times to close out the game. I don't know why you put it in the hands of your kicker. I think the on the fourth down, third down, they should have had a better play call. Uh, then they could have definitely ran out the clock. But kicker misses it. Florida's just trying to run out the clock and uh, breaks for the uh, ungodly touchdown. Um, good coaching would have had him taking a knee, but um, yeah, that's a gambling term, right? So yeah, I got plus eight. If you were following me and following the game, you should have got nine, nine and a half, closer to game time. So that last crushing touchdown would not have affected you. But that was a push for me, unfortunately. I was definitely on the right side of that one. Uh, let's see. The second swing and a miss. Clemson over 65. Yeah. Syracuse, I guess, is just bad. They were not... Uh, didn't come to play. I know Clemson has a good defense, but I think Clemson, or I think Syracuse just isn't that good either. Um, I'm not impressed with the Clemson offense, though. Uh, I know they put up 41, but one of those was a garbage touchdown. Again, broke through the line. So we'll talk about that more in a minute. Uh, yeah, so that never even touched the over. So that was a loss. And the third swing and the miss, the shootout in the desert uh, never happened. It was two, uh, it's more like two cactuses in the desert looking at each other. Yeah, pretty boring game. It was so boring that after the first quarter, I think it was my, 
I was watching something else, and I just had it on my computer as my secondary watch because that was uh, that was ridiculous. Um, so the funny thing is, uh, I missed on all three overs, and as I said last week, I don't like going with the public, and I did on those three, and we lost. So you can probably guess what I will not be doing this week. Uh, I'm doing really well going against the public this year, so we will continue to do that. I like to. I don't really bet like teams per se. I think I bet numbers, situations. I think you've heard that before, but I think the better gamblers and the better cappers, is the industry term, uh, do that because I think Vegas tries to trick people. And so the public just looks at teams and goes, oh, they're a great team. But you got you to gotta look at the spread and the situation, things like that. And I am here on the call stands to help you out with that. So we went five, three, and one last week. Uh, should have been six and three, but I'll take the official push, uh, which brings our record to 17, nine, and two. 65% clip, so I'm definitely making you some money. So, yeah, tell your friends. I'm here every Friday to entertain you as much as I can for 30 minutes or so. And I don't think I'm that bad. You know, I listen to some other podcasts, and man. They do fill the noise, fill up the time with some serious noise and stuttering and garbage and people think they're funny, but I don't know. Anyway, yes, I do listen to other podcasts. You get ideas, you get to see how other people are doing, and that's how I know I'm not doing so bad. So here we are. What, what, what else happened last week? Uh, I hadn't watched Alabama, so I decided to watch that uh, South Carolina game. And yeah, that was a drubbing, right? I think I, I don't remember what I, oh, I leaned the under, didn't I? And Bama went and scored like 41 points and the under, over-under was maybe 50 or something. I don't remember. But uh, but let's hold on. I think LSU is uh, for real this year. So the LSU-Bama game, while it is in Alabama, will uh, definitely be the game to watch. And uh, dare I say it, the Auburn game to close out the regular season. If Auburn is trending in the right way, they finally score some points. Uh, the week I don't take them or, or look at them. But we will see what Auburn is truly made of, right, this week at A&M. So, and I, I did uh, see Alabama. They're just always good, as always. So we'll see. Uh, I want to see them run into a passing team, though. To, like I said, those DBs usually aren't very good against the uh, crossing routes and deep patterns. But um, speaking of Alabama, which segues into Clemson because, uh, you know, everyone's talking about Alabama Clemson 5. Uh, why do we keep automatically putting Clemson in the championship game? Uh, based on resume, Ohio State, Oklahoma, Georgia, and if Wisconsin whips on Wolverines, uh, they definitely – Deserve a shot, too. Uh, I mean, really, what has Clemson done? Um, they beat a really, really bad G-Tech team, who I believe just lost to the Citadel. So, uh, And in that G-Tech game, uh, Lawrence threw two picks, and I defended him on one of his because he uh, made a good hustle. But uh, their defense beat A&M, not their offense. Lawrence threw one pick in that game. And then they go on to beat a way, way overrated Syracuse team where Lawrence threw two more picks. That's five picks, and I believe he only had four all last season. So I don't know. Is he in a sophomore slump? Is he just taking too many chances? Uh, that offense, to me, is not um, rolling like it should be. I think the three teams they played are that bad, so they look a little better. Now Clemson is going to run through the garbage ACC 
and uh, be anointed because they started the season number one. They'll just stay at number one if they don't lose, right? But, um, you know, what about Oklahoma putting up huge numbers? Jalen Hurts has thrown zero interceptions. Uh, Ohio State's running over opponents. Justin Fields has thrown zero interceptions. So I'm not sure uh, what's going on in Mr. Lawrence's head. Um, hopefully he figure. I don't know. Maybe I don't hope he figures it out. I'd like to see other people in the championship game. But I think it's way too early to say Alabama-Clemson 5 here in week 4. Uh, some teams are still playing garbage. We're finally getting into some conference play, so hopefully that will make it more exciting. Uh, what do we got here? Marquee matchup this weekend. Georgia-Notre Dame. Well, you know how I feel about Notre Dame if you listen to the show in previous years. Uh, if Georgia waxes Notre Dame, can we just stop talking about them? Drop them out of the top 10. And stop pretending they're contender because uh, I don't even know their schedule, but who else is on their schedule that really is going to uh, prop them up? Um, because they're going to say, oh, well, we lost to Georgia and look how good they are. But let's take a look at their schedule. Look, uh, Virginia Bowling Green, no big deal. USC, I don't know if USC trends the right way. Unfortunately, it's in Notre Dame. So then they go to Michigan. So we've renewed that rivalry, which is nice. And look, Michigan is trending in the right way. <laughs> Oh, I made myself laugh. Come on. We'll talk about more about that later. Then they got the VTech, Duke, Navy, Boston College, and then the at crappy Stanford. So, yeah, if Georgia waxes them, I think they're done. So we can um, stop talking about Notre Dame. Not that I talk about them very much. But you know who I do talk about? Wow, that was a high voice, huh? But you know who I do talk about a lot is uh, Pac-12, being a West Coast guy. Uh, did you see the AP poll? Pac-12's got six teams ranked. You know it. Uh, I think we're the best conference in the nation. Come on, give it to me. Yeah, yeah, I know you're yelling at me. So what do we got? Utah at 10, 3-0. Oregon at 16, 2-1. And then we're we're bringing up the bottom of the barrel, right? Wazoo at 19, Washington at 22, Cal at 23, ASU at 24. Ah, come on. So ASU is a, what is that, a nice gift? Because uh, they beat a crappy Michigan State team. And gosh darn it, please tell me how. So Washington is two and one, Cal is three and zero. Oh. Do you know who Washington's one loss is? It's to Cal, the team that they're ranked above. Do, do you guys watch the games? How, how does that happen? I mean, this is like, I don't know. It. This is really funny. So Washington loses to Cal, yet they're one ranked better than the team they lost to. Okay. This is why um, these rankings are so arbitrary and preseason rankings should be thrown out and you shouldn't rank them till what are we, in week four? So probably week six or seven uh, to get a true sense, but this is uh, kind of funny. Um, thought I'd bring that up, but yeah, Pac-12's got six teams. You know who I'm talking to out there. Bring it on. SEC is garbage. We know it. But uh, WTF UCLA, you're not ranked. You're one of the ones not ranked. What a dumpster fire. I keep hearing Chip Kelly doesn't like to recruit. What? Uh, isn't like that the main job of a head coach? You kind of like the CEO of the program. You got offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator. They kind of throw the plays out there, and you go shake hands and do all that good stuff. But uh, if you don't like to recruit, then just go be an offensive coordinator somewhere because you have run – a nice historic program into the ground. When were they last good? Um, Aikman, maybe? 
Uh, I don't know. I'm a UCLA fan. I don't like to see this going on. And if you don't like boosters and recruiting, then then get out. That's what college football is all about. Uh, let's see. Speaking of real head coaches or not so real head coaches, it is time for my weekly rant on our good friend Willie Taggart. <laughs> so funny story out of Florida. I don't know if you heard this. A young man has started a lemonade stand to raise money to help with Taggart's $17 million buyout. I love it. This kid is awesome. Uh, First of all, who decided Taggart was worth this much money? Uh, I guess the same people that let Jimbo run their program into the ground. But this young man out of Florida, his name's Grayton Grant, and I love this story. Please sign me up. I'll buy some lemonade to go. I will certainly contribute because this program is headed underground with Taggart. Uh, The funny thing is, it seems the national media has finally started to pick up on Taggart. Might not be a very good coach, and I've been talking about that for, I don't know, well over a year if you've been listening to the call stands. Uh, Let's see what else. Speaking of coaching gaffes, what the heck happened last night, huh? Tulane, Houston, pretty high-flying game. Looks like they were going to go to overtime. And uh, Tulane pulls out the fake kneel down, which I don't have a problem with. I mean, I like it on both sides. I I can certainly understand that uh, Houston was caught off guard. But then you see Tulane's going to run another play, right? Uh, What was up with the defense? Uh, they were in the prevent, but then three, you watch the replay, three Houston players missed that receiver who had to jump, what, four feet off the ground to catch that pass? Uh, I mean, really, two had a shot. The third one came in late. But if you watch the replay, and this is why the targeting rule is in effect. The defensive back with the best angle for the tackle literally lowers his head and goes for the big TV highlight knockout punch and completely whiffs and missed the receiver, who then turns around and runs for the game-winning touchdown. Uh, How about keep your head up and go for the ball, or keep your head up, let him catch it, and tackle him and live to play defense one more play? But that was, uh, yeah, you that's coaching right there. I mean, that's just stupid, man. Uh, You're going to injure yourself, you're going to miss a tackle, you're going to look like an idiot on TV, and you're going to look like an idiot on the call stands, because I'm going to call you out. I just hate stupid plays like that. Uh, Moral of the story, in more ways than one, always keep your head up, kids. Uh, What else? Man, the show goes fast when I start yapping. You're probably like, get to the picks, get to the picks. Well, there's not that many. I told you, I did not like this week's card, so filling up some time as your uh, drive to lunch. On your way home tonight as you're listening to me. Uh, Let's see. As I said last week, Rambo Last Blood came out last night. Comes out today. So did you see it? I I did not. (laughs) And as much as uh, I'd like to see it, I don't know if my schedule will allow me. So we'll see uh, maybe when it comes out on demand. But because I've been talking about it so much, maybe I should go see it and I can uh, start uh, Duva's movie review as a segment on the call stand. So we'll see. Official countdown until Top Gun Maverick, 280 days. That's right. I am. This is a thing. This is a thing. Just subtract seven days next week, and you'll probably guess the number. And uh, let's see. What else? One other funny thing before we get to the awesome picks of mine, or not so awesome. 
I heard the uh, National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, man, that is a mouthful, will require all electric cars to emit an artificial noise by this month next year, as in 2020. Hey, I'm for that, dude. I've, I've uh, sort of heard wheels rolling and realized, oh, God, it's a whole car. I'm glad I didn't step out in front of it. So they, they are very quiet, uh, especially on a nice paved road. But uh, it is kind of ironic, right? We're trying to get all clean environment. And now we got to make fake noises where the real cars actually do make a noise. So I thought that was kind of funny. But I do hope, uh, I'm not sure if I'll ever own an electric car. Uh, maybe my kids will. But I do hope they get to choose your sounds. Or if I'm stuck having to own an electric car, I'll get to choose my sound. Because my sound would be this. And if you don't recognize that sound, you missed the best decade ever. But here's a hint. All right, enough of that nonsense. Let's get to the picks. The real reason you're listening, or maybe not. Maybe you listen for the first uh, 20 minutes of my rambling. Man, time flies when you're having fun. Thought I was going to struggle through this show, but... Um, Blah, 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 right? All right, here we go. So let's start. We got a Friday night game. Uh, should be a good one. Utah coming here to Southern California. Uh, USC is a home dog getting three and a half points. Uh, you might be surprised or maybe you won't be surprised. I like USC in this spot. I love Friday home dogs. Just a theory of mine. Uh, 26% of the public is on USC, so we love that. Utah's played two weak opponents. I know they whooped on BYU in the beginning of the season, but that's a big rivalry. First game, obviously, BYU wasn't ready. I think USC is uh, more tested than Utah, and I do see it as a field goal game, So, and I get the hook. So my first official pick right out of the gate, yeah, give me USC plus three and a half. Uh, two other games tonight. We're going to skip the FIU La Tech game. Uh, we got Air Force at Boise. Boise laying seven. Looks like it was an opening number of nine and a half. Eh, it's like a 50-50 game. I lean Air Force in the points, but then I was doing more research, and I think Boise at home might crush them, uh, especially since Air Force second road game. Uh, had to battle in overtime last week against Colorado. I do kind of like the under. I don't think Boise State's offense is uh, high-flying as it once was. I know these games are sometimes high-scoring, so no pick on the side. I do lean the under. Like I said, uh, don't have a ton of picks this week. I don't like the card too much. It's just some weird spreads, weird teams. I mean, normally I'd be on like a Michigan State, Northwestern, Northwestern getting some points. That is a crazy line, right? I mean... Michigan State doesn't have an offense. You got over under 38. I mean, how do you take the under? But I think it's going to be like a 9-3 to game. So, uh, the funny one. My team I used to follow, Old Dominion, traveling to Virginia. Virginia is a 28.5-point favorite. Uh, the reason I say it's funny is 83% of the people are on Old Dominion. I know Virginia played their hearts out against Florida State. Or did they? Yeah, I don't know if they played that well in the second half. Um, that big of a public dog, uh, I would. I really want to take the favorite. But I don't know anything about Old Dominion this year. And i um, not sure what Virginia's going to do. It is a home game. So be careful on that one if you uh, 
like those big points, um, usually those big public dogs don't do anything. Uh, let's see. Another lean for me is Rutgers uh, at home, getting eight and a half. Uh, only twenty percent of the public is on uh, Rutgers. Rutgers is off a bye, which is always huge. Uh, Boston College beat a crappy VTech team. <laughs> and then, um, I think I leaned the under last week, and man, Kansas just comes in and rolls over Boston College. So I don't know how Boston College is a road favorite on this one, but definitely leading Rutgers. Um, Another funny line is a Western Michigan visiting Syracuse. Uh, Syracuse is kind of a fraud. Uh, only given five. That is a trap line, ladies and gentlemen. I should definitely hop on Western Michigan, but I'm not. I'm just not comfortable this week. But Western Michigan has played nobody, and they're only getting five. So definitely, and only 34% of the public is on Western Michigan. So you might want to look into that one. But nothing official again. However, I will make my next pick official, and it is the crazy out-of-left-field pick for the second time this season. Duva is going to take Michigan. Yeah, I'm going to do it. Uh, why? Yeah, I know I know. Wisconsin is, what, 110 points for and zero against, but uh, dog shit teams, right? Uh, oops, sorry about that. That was a mistake. Um and Michigan isn't been rolling, but maybe that's the uh, Harbaugh way. Maybe hasn't uh, didn't want to show the playbook to Wisconsin. I, I I just don't like this spread here. I know Wisconsin's on a revenge game here, but only given three and a half, something stinks there. I like Michigan to pull the upset. Uh, only thirty four percent of the public is on Michigan, which makes it even easier. So yeah, second official pick. Give me Michigan. Plus three and a half. I'm digging the hooks, baby. Uh, let's see. We're going down, going down, going down, going down. BYU getting six and a half. Uh, visiting Washington. I'm surprised more people are not on BYU, which is almost why I want to take them. But I think Washington understands that they're a good uh, good squad, and they're going to watch that USC tape and not make the same mistake. Um, I don't know what to think of ASU right now. That's a weird offense. Um Normally the Pac-12 doesn't play defense, but that Colorado ASU game will be 7 o'clock Pacific time, so that'll be a fun one, fun homework game for the ASU. <clears throat> Maybe I'll throw out a tweet right uh, before game time to see how I'm feeling about that. But uh, Let's see, Cal visiting Mississippi with a, a noon Eastern kickoff. That's a 9 a.m. game for those California boys. Uh, I think most people are on... Ole Miss, which they are, so I wanted to take Ole Miss. Uh, my betting trend says to take Cal. I just don't see them traveling very well. And um, kind of like the under, too, but 61% of the public does, too. So we're definitely staying away. Uh, a lot of leans. Sorry about that, folks. But um, here's another lean for you. Uh, Kentucky visiting Mississippi State. Uh, we got both teams coming off uh, big losses. Uh, Mississippi State got their butts handed to them by K-State. And then uh, Kentucky, well, we talked about that earlier. But 70% public dog in Kentucky. Mississippi State's only laying six. I mean, Kentucky wasn't really totally tested and then just uh, laid down against Florida. So I'm very curious about this game. I, I kind of lean uh, the home favorite, only given six on Mississippi State. Um 
Another one I was looking at, Auburn A&M. Not a lot of points. I wish Auburn was getting a few more. I think this is uh, another test for A&M to see how much they really stink. Uh, only 36% of the public is on Auburn, but we have an SEC West matchup, so this will be a highly contested game. Um, funny thing about A&M's schedule is they only have three conference road games and four total road games out of 12. How, how does that happen? No wonder the SEC gets ragged on so much. How do they get this uh, crazy easy schedules? But AM laying three and a half. Uh, this is a purely against the public. Uh, I think Auburn's trending in the right way. I don't think AM's as good as advertised. I'm not a fan of Jimbo Fisher. And if you listen to the show, you know that. So I lean Auburn there. But I will give you an official pick here. Uh, 4 p.m. Eastern kickoff. We have South Carolina after the drubbing against Alabama. Visiting Missouri. Everyone wants the points. We have a small public dog in South Carolina getting 9.5. Missouri essentially off a bye game after playing the uh, Southeast Missouri Redhawks. 50 to nothing was the win there. So, yeah, I'm going to... Go against the public, as I always like to do. I'm going to lay the 9.5, so we're avoiding the 10. And I'm going to take Missouri as my third official pick. I'm very curious on the West Virginia-Kansas game. West Virginia as the road favorite. Kansas off their big win against BC. I believe it's been like 67 years since Kansas was favored against a Big 12 team. So we'll see what Les Miles can do as a home dog. And that made no sense because Kansas is in favorite. So, oh, that's what it was, was uh, as a dog less than a touchdown. So, there we go. Anyway, like I said, unscripted, unedited. Let's keep going. Let's get to these picks, right? Uh, now, this one, Oklahoma State, Texas, the big ABC game at 4.30. How come they change these game times at 4.30? Didn't they used to be 5 o'clock? Uh... Oklahoma State only getting 31% of the votes. Everyone's remembering that Texas-LSU battle, and they think Texas is going to cream them. Then how come Texas is only laying six? Yep, Oklahoma State's pretty good. They're putting up points. Uh, LSU proved that you can pass on Texas. So the only problem I have, and you normally I normally uh, don't do this, is um, Oklahoma State's second row game. I'm going to throw caution into the wind because that's what we do here on the call stands. And I'm going to take the six. I think this is going to be a shootout and a field goal game. I will take Oklahoma State plus the six as my fourth official pick. I really want to take Stanford. 17% of the public. That means uh, 83% of the public is on Oregon. Laying 10.5 on the road. I know Stanford looks awful. Uh, they had back-to-back -back road games. UCF is that good. Stanford's back home. It's their first. I mean, they had a home game in the beginning against some crappy team. But now you got a Pac-12 game at home. Going to be rested. David Shaw is a good coach. I'd love to take the points. Another night game. That'll be fun. I'll definitely be watching it because I'm a Pac-12 guy. But I can't make that official just now, so... Let's lean on Stanford for now, and we'll see what happens. If Oregon blows them out, then we know um, Stanford is that bad, unfortunately. Uh, like I said, crazy picks. Uh, let's see. Georgia, Notre Dame. I don't know. I'm not going to make it official. Take Georgia and go to bed because that. I think they're just going to blow the doors off Notre Dame. I, I don't think. I think Notre Dame's overrated. Um, definitely a, another lean, but take Georgia. 
I'm not even sure who the public is uh, vying for. Let's look at about that real quick. Game number 392 on the board. Yeah, the public's on Georgia, so maybe take Notre Dame, but... Nope, just gonna watch. It'll be fun. Got to man. I'm gonna have to have like six TVs. We man. Last week there was only like one night game, right? That dud in the desert. Now I get my back to normal five six night game. So that'll be fun. Uh, I'll skip over my last pick. We got what UCLA visiting Washington State. Oh man, if UCLA gets uh, run out of town again, maybe Chip Kelly gets fired. Uh, I saw in the news that the AD is gonna retire next year. So. Uh, the new AD is going to want his own head coach, right? Um, so this should be interesting. Wazoo, an 18.5-point favorite. Uh, this should be interesting. Did you guys see uh, or hear Mark Le- Mike Mike Leach uh, defending Gardner Minshew, who is doing great on the Jacksonville Jaguars? Dude, Leach is awesome. Find his stuff on Twitter or YouTube. Uh, he goes through a whole... Pac-12 mascot thing, which is hilarious, but good for him on defending uh, his quarterback and uh, calling out the baloney scouts in the NFL. That was that was pretty cool. Uh, Aztecs have a nice battle against uh, Utah State. Fifty-two uh, percent of the public is on Utah State. Utah State only given four. Very interesting line. I I leaned against San Diego State last week, so what's the worst thing you can do is lean for them this week, but I kind of like the home dog. Uh, Late kickoff, 7.30 p.m. West Coast. I'll be watching that to see if the Aztecs can uh, go 4-0. Maybe they're a sneaky Mountain West team that we didn't know about, but definitely look into taking the four points. Um, So here, I told you I didn't like this card, so we're going way off the reservation here. My man, Willie Taggart. I rag on him every week, but here we go. He's got to save his job. He is a home favorite for some weird-ass reason. That is a crazy line. He should be getting points. I think Vegas is trying to trick you guys into taking Louisville. Uh, Louisville has played nobody. This is Louisville's first road game. 73% of the public is on Louisville. Uh, This is a Vegas fake-you-out game. You don't have to lay a touchdown. I'm looking at six and a half right here. That might actually go down by game time. So, uh, yeah, let's take the Seminoles. I'm not saying they're going to right the ship, but, you know, Taggart, man, that boy is raising a lot of money in that lemonade stand, and he's worried. We are only, you know, $16 million, 900047 cents away. So for my fifth official pick, Give me Florida State minus six and a half. I am all over the board this week. I am a crazy man. Uh, Go ahead and fade me if you want. I've been on a nice three-week run, but like I said, I try to play situations and figure out what Vegas is trying to do for you guys. So I'm here to help. Happy Friday. Be safe this weekend. Thanks for listening. Uh, Email me at thecallstands at gmail.com or hit me up on Twitter this weekend at the call stands 15 I believe my youth sports schedule will allow me to watch a lot of the games on Saturday which should be fun as always past player fade until next time the call stands <laughs>